Welcome back to another Where Are They Now episode of Living Free with RP. I am your host, the Tubiac Maniac. And today, it's Justin Wilcox. We had a nice time catching up. Let's find out what he's been doing since the last we chatted. Well, welcome back, Justin, uh, to the podcast. Thank you again for taking the time out to be on. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Welcome. So it's been, what, like about two and a half years or so. It'll be like three in August that your episode actually came out. Um, So catch us up a little bit, maybe uh, what's been going on in your life and, you know, have any any differences with the RP over the years or anything that you've kind of changed up? Well, uh, my RP really has not changed at all. Uh, I've been fortunate where it kind of got to a point where it just stopped. So I still have about roughly three to five degrees central vision left. So I can still see a little bit, but I still need assistance to see things. I use a lot of, you know, technology to, to read and stuff like that. So Okay. But other than that, that had not changed a lot. Um, but yeah, since I talked to you last pre-COVID, I mean, we're talking a whole like, yeah. era ago. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, COVID was interesting, but, you know, I didn't go a lot out lot anyways. So that wasn't a huge change for me. Oh, no. For us, COVID was easy, really. <laughs> yeah, it really was. You know, yeah. people avoid me anyway, so. Um, <laughs> But I, I did get back into school um, awesome. in, in September of 21, I got back into school. So I'm working, I'm getting my associates in business management development. Um, I have maybe three more semesters left and I'll be done. Awesome. Uh, this past November, I actually ran for office to be commissioner of my district in my county. Um, I did not win, but I got about, about 40% of the votes. That's, so I did, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I did fairly well. I think people were surprised that's, by it. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, uh, I, I may try again in 24. Um, right now, I'm working with, uh, well, in most states, it's called the Commission for the Blind, but in Michigan, it's called Federal Bureau for Blind Person. Um, I'm working with them right now. I'm actually, like, literally right now, working with the asset, uh, to the um, getting assessments done to proceed in a career after I get my degree. So I'm working on that right now. So wherever that takes me will determine if I run for office again in 2024. As of right now, I'm leaning for it, but you know, things change. We know when you get a job and all that stuff. So. Oh no. Yeah. So you got some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, Other than that, man, I mean, you inspired me to start working out. So I've been working out almost every day for Ah, the last couple of years. You know, uh, I can't deadlift, you know, 800 pounds like you can. <laughs> I wish I was uh, up there. I got, I, I've lost my deadlift. I got to get, I got to get my weight back because I'm not really in that mode right now, but. Okay. But yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm probably deadlifting like around a hundred pounds. You know, that's, you know, I'm going to get you, you can get hired now. You can get there. We'll get you there. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 43. <laughs> I got I to ease into it, man. I got an old body frame here. I'm 42. So. I'm only a year younger. <laughs> <laughs> i think currently I, i'm de- i'm deadlifting like for reps like right now during my uh running training i'm doing like my i try to stick to my body weight now so it's like i'll I'll deadlift around like 180 something around there so because i'm like i'm about in my 170s so i'll do a little bit just a little bit more than my body weight um, okay but yeah you'll get my there. body weight's like 220 so you'll get there yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not rushing to it. I'm just. I'm just no, enjoying. Take your time. Yeah, exactly. Stage, you know? <laughs> enjoy the, the enjoy the process. I say. Trust me that that leg strength though is awesome to have. When I, if you're into running, it'll pay. Yes. Uh, it'll pay dividends. Like that. That that was a big uh, a big a big game changer for me. I think when I started doing deadlifting. Yeah. I I do run, and my buddy and I just ran a couple weeks ago because it was really nice out. And yeah, I haven't ran like six months or five months. I could tell the difference. Like it felt better. Like I felt stronger. So yeah. deadlifts definitely do make improvements uh, in your legs. I tell people like if, cause I know sometimes, you know, runners, you know, we tend to like, they, you know, we don't focus on a lot on a, the gym, you know, stuff. 
and I, I tell people yeah. like, no, man, if you're if you're into running, like you should be at least at least one day a week, you know, yeah, focusing on like leg strength and, and all that stuff, doing something because that's such a added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, it's also a lot of wear and tear on your, on your joints, your knees, your hips. So when you have those strong muscles, that helps kind of yeah impact, right or, protect you know, yeah impacts. yeah yep yep yeah definitely protect that kind of stuff so yeah you definitely right. oh well good plus like what i like about the deadlift is i like um exercises that cover more than one body group like you know like you're not working oh. you know you're working shoulders you're working your actually core you're working like you could work you the could yeah, yeah you're working everything you know and yeah in one shot it's a that's a really cool i like dynamic things like that like you know not i mean don't get me wrong i mean i mean doing basic things and you know like push-ups and you know you know maybe some bicep curls and things like that are fine too but i just like if i don't have a lot of time to work out and i want to just get a lot in a deadlift or something like our exercises that cover more than one muscle group are yeah. definitely what's up <laughs> I agree. if you're short on time do like three sets of 10 you're good you know oh yeah exactly yep three sets of 10 deadlifts and it's like you've covered a like a good amount of stuff like you know it yeah. doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it and i'm sure in the moment you might be like oh i didn't do that much um but oh yeah no it definitely uh or other thing i'm learning now i'm trying to remind myself is uh time under tension so trying to slow my reps down you know and instead of just being like you know what boom, boom you know like quick and or maybe not you know, or maybe you think you're not going you know you're going a little too fast like but keeping them like two full ass hold it years. that's something we got about hold it for a second and then let then let it down hold it for a second let it down you know yeah you know stuff like that like yeah so that helps a lot time under tension is uh definitely a big thing this way you can get away with less doing less reps and getting more out of it so no so that's awesome though i'm glad that you know i'm glad i inspired you to work out because I know people well, think I'm uh, nuts. I'm like, I can do that. So <laughs> that's it. Like it. I mean, the thing is, I tell people, like, you know, you, you don't have one. You can't compare yourself to somebody else. So if somebody like, oh, I can't do what you do, Mike. It's like, well, it's like no, I'm not asking you to. <laughs> I'm, uh, but what I'm saying is, just start somewhere. You know, yeah. You start somewhere, and then, like you said, you build off. Now you're at, you know, so now you're at 100 pounds deadlifting. You know, you set a goal and you're like, okay, I'll get to 110. I'll get, you know, and then you just get to there and then you get to, you know, 115, 120. You know, like it just, you slowly work up. That's what I did. It just slowly kind of worked up. I wasn't, I mean, I yeah. think well, I, deadlifting over, I think my max right now was anyway, over 300 pounds. And um, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't just walk up and deadlift, you know, 300 pounds. I had to, <laughs> that took a long time and even now except recently like i sometimes i can't even do it anymore i have to like i have to get myself up work get my way in. back up again yeah i have to get back in that flow again i mean once i do it's pretty cool it's like okay i'm back again or even my chest i lost my uh bench like i you know i, I lowered my bench down before i was i could bench over 200 now it's like you know i like to just go and i'll do like 143 but i'll do it for reps you know yeah so you know i'll do like three sets of 10 you know that and so it's it's just all it depends what you're looking really trying to do you know if you're trying mm -hmm. to just go for maxes or you're just trying to go for you know if you actually want to be able to rip you know like i could probably still bench if in one shot with some spotters i could probably still do over 200 but it would take a lot of me you know? yeah yeah so no that's, oh. that's 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 it's cool though it's a journey like i said it's, it's just like rp fitness is, yeah, it is just like rp it's just it's it's just a journey you take it day by day um small changes just like rp i'm like there might be small changes in your vision you don't notice you're gonna have small changes in your in your body that you're not gonna notice until you know you're down the road and you look at a picture of yourself from a year back and you're like i do look different <laughs> and, and those are the best moments like when you act that's addicting when you see results that's addicting that's one downside. I can't see enough to see the the changes. Right. So I just go on what my wife tells me. So if she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're looking good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you might you might have to rely on uh strangers instead. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, you're supposed to say that. You're you're you're, you're supposed to say I look good. You're my wife. <laughs> that's that's what I always say too. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're supposed to say that. <laughs> I need I need an outside perspective. <laughs> I usually get that uh, like if I haven't seen someone in a while, and then it'd be like, wow, you like you look a lot bigger or something or you know like I I think um I had this woman in my spin class, and. Be like one of her last classes before she hadn't been hadn't gone in a while i remember i said to her i said oh like i'm gonna be taking this year to kind of you know bulk up you know i said okay cool and then she hadn't been in class for like I forgot how long so then she comes in class and she goes she goes wow she's like gotten bigger i was like oh thank you <laughs> so sometimes it takes yeah it takes somebody it takes really somebody who hasn't seen you in a long time like you know your wife sees you all the time like my wife sees me all the time but it really takes you need to you need to find someone like a friend or somebody who haven't seen in like you know maybe up a few months or whatever and they're, they're the ones that are gonna go wow yeah dude, like you, you really look different and even though you might not notice because same thing like even if you you know you still have some vision so you can look in the mirror and be like you might not notice it like you might not really you know you're not gonna see it because it's so it's right. it's so small sometimes but then when you see someone that you haven't seen in a while, they'll be like, dang, I've been lifting, yeah. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Why, yes, I have. <laughs> this is what towels, and I'll get them to the washing machine. There you go. Now, some people won't know this, but back in August, I almost, I almost met Justin in person because ah. I had, I had taken my, 68 Mustang with the help of um, my friend Dan, and we were driving to an event called Roadkill Nights, which was in Pontiac, Michigan. So we were, I literally reached out to, to Justin because by the time we were getting to our campsite, it was basically not closed, but it was like there was nobody could be working there really. It was pitch like black, midnight. almost midnight, like 11 o'clock. I don't know. It was really late. Yeah. And I remember reaching out to Justin because I was like, wait a minute. It's like Justin's in you know, Michigan. And I didn't you know he wasn't that he wasn't that far from where um, we were going to be. So I was like, just in case as a backup, I should have. <laughs> let's let me reach out to him. See if he doesn't mind if we could like even just sleep in his yard like we don't you know, we, we won't bother anybody. We're literally just like we're, we were going to camp anyway, like like. So yeah, literally, yeah, literally reached out to Justin and uh, he was like, yeah, let me know. And so we almost, and then that didn't happen that night because we ended up finding somebody actually to get us to our campsite and got it all figured out. Um, but we did try to get it. Like, I was like, I was really hoping that it would work out, but we, we unfortunately with the timing of like our, the, the event and stuff like that, I couldn't like, we couldn't make it work, but and although you did find out what it was like, you were going to that same campsite. Uh, right? well, what like for something? Yeah, you're about that campsite's about three miles from my house. So you're like literally like a stone throw from my house. Yeah. So a few weeks after you left, I went to a campaign picnic there and I realized where you were at. I'm like, it was like super. <laughs> you're like, man, I was like, it was like super dark. Even the daylight, it was really dark. So oh, yeah, I controlled it. It's hard to get in there. That I think is funny because you said like you've lived there X amount for how long you lived there and you'd actually never been there or you didn't know about it or something like that. I had no idea about it. It was kind of like hidden off the main drag, you know, just back there. And I had no idea. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I have to, I, I have to ask you why you're here. See, we had, what we, we had breakfast at, what was that place called? It's not that far. It's literally like, you know, right, right near the campsite. I check it out again. But at all the places around there, they were like super, like all highly rated, like five stars, like for breakfast. But I gotta okay. say, the French toast was not that good. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we're like, my friend had my. I can't remember what it was, but we, we, me and my friend were just like, we got the same meal. He got the same thing. I was like, you know, yeah, I can go, I can go for some French toast. It was like, you know, French toast, eggs, whatever. It was like a big meal, and I was like, I was like, what do you think, man? He's like, I could be honest. He's like, not really. Like I'm not really blown away. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I go, I hate to say it, but I'm like, I go, this place is a five star place, but like, I'm not, the, the French toast was really just like, I guess you could say not, I would say not cinnamony enough, I guess if that's a word. 
okay <laughs> something like that but yeah i didn't know if that was like if there's uh, any what are your do you have like are there popular breakfast places that you go to and well, you were down in the, in the like lake orion area right yeah uh, yeah so i'm trying to think of down there um you know i don't know oh, i don't go out something. town very often but okay there used to be here in my hometown um they're no longer in business but she would make uh french toast literally out of cinnamon rolls Oh, like, see now that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not good for your, for your workout the next day, but you know they're good. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, in my little town, there's a couple of restaurants that have really good meals. Uh, we don't venture out too far too often, so. But I'm sorry to hear that. If you came to my house, I would have cooked you fresh farm eggs. Smart, there we go. Cooked, you know, sausage. You know, I would have. You would have been. <laughs> You would have gotten like a six-star restaurant here. So all right, all right. Next to, time. We'll, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we, we, me and Justin already talked about like if if as long as my car is ready. Yeah, yeah. I just want to go back because I think you'd like. Yeah, I mean, one, I think you, yeah, you would love that event. I think what you said, your son would probably. Or yeah, who bring you right? Some, like you said, something came up. It was one of those weekends where nothing was, you know, easy. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So definitely, I would, I think that'd be uh that'd be really cool. Cause yeah, I mean, it's quite the, uh, it's quite the, uh, it's quite the adventure to get there, but Michigan is not that obviously not, not, not very close to me, but it was, uh, that was, a lot, it was actually a lot of fun. What? Was it like a 10 hour drive? Yeah. 11. Yeah. Some, or actually it might've been more because we had to make, you know, we were making stops along the way. And obviously I broke down a few times where we had to kind of tinker and get, get it to work. So like, I think it really was like more like probably like 12 hours or something like that. Wow. um but yeah so uh, yeah it took it took some time but it was a uh, it was definitely worth it it was awesome so it was, just, it was a nice. cool place although michigan doesn't really do well with a uh, craft beer also i noticed like where we were at they don't really know at least where we where we were like in pontiac and stuff like that where like there's a uh, we went to some like some um i don't know like uh marts or whatever you know like those convenience stores like that uh we're looking for a beer and they only had like you know i don't know bud light things like that but that wasn't what i was looking for and um uh, but luckily we did luck out we went to another same thing like a convenience store that was kind of like the one we went before they're like the exact same layout so uh -huh. i don't know if that's a, a thing a thing in michigan but <laughs> we're like this is like the same layout <laughs> like this is the exact same I feel like we were like deja vu, and then um, but they end up having like at least um this one uh this one uh brewery that I was familiar with. I was like, cool. I was like, all right, okay, it worked out. But yeah, we went to like a grocery store. I forgot the grocery store called, um, but we asked them. We're like, hey, you know, like, do you know where we can get like like good beer, like craft beer? Like, do you know is there like somewhere? And it's like they didn't seem to know. <laughs> they didn't seem to know. Like, so I don't know if like. If if craft beer wasn't as big in Michigan, or I find it's probably because Michigan is pretty well known for their craft beers. Um, okay, all right. Bell's Bell's beer. Okay, Bell. Okay, they're a big West Coast uh, brewery. Um, they're pretty big, but I mean, there's three breweries right here within a half mile of my house. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Like you know, uh, so it, it all depends on who you talk to and and where you go. So like you know, where you go. okay craft beer around here so next time you come around again i tell you that i'll know i'll be like i was like i gotta have justin will treat us right <laughs> <laughs> he'll get us in the right the right area we'll make a whole week right. thing out of probably you know we could palooza we'll just make a week out of it so <laughs> <laughs> so what um so what are anything else, any other exciting things going on or anything things you're thinking about in the future or um that you can think of that, uh, uh, that you're looking to well, do that you're looking yeah. to tackle right now like, well i'm trying to <laughs> do you know braille uh no. no i don't okay i've been taking braille for the last three years and it is okay. probably the most challenging thing that i've ever had to learn <laughs> uh, i imagine no, it I mean, I've seen it and I understand the concept of it. I've seen, I get that much, like what each thing is supposed to be able to, how, how it works. But yeah, as terms of like actually knowing it, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it. It is, it is very, it, it's a whole new language is what it really is. Um, 
I know people always ask me, well, why you need Braille when you get technology? I'm like, well, if you do Braille right, like your spice rack, if you Braille your spices, boom, it's there. You can just read the Braille and you're done. I don't have to take it over to a machine and turn it on, take a picture. Oh, that's not right. You know, there's, there's so many steps to get it with technology where Braille is right there. So, um, you know, learning yeah, I would kind of think the same thing. I would kind of feel the same way. Like, I'm like, I don't think I'm probably going to learn Braille because I'd be like, yeah. I, I just feel like I know enough apps where I'd be able to make it work. Like, it, yeah, just, yeah. But I get that. You know, because, you know, apps, you know, they break and they, you know, it's just more, in my opinion, that's my opinion, you know. It's oh, just, no, absolutely. Like, you know. No, it's what I think. I always say it's whatever works for the person. Yeah. You know, we all have our own. Like, it's, you know, it's about the podcast. It's all about, we all have our own journeys. We have, everyone's RP is different. Um, mm -hmm. Our approach is different, you know. Um, and, you know, like I said, some people want a guide dog. Some people don't want a guide dog. Uh, some people, you know, offer the cane. Some people, nope, won't touch a cane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, some people like, like, I'm not really for mobility training, but other people are. Because I think I can, I, I'm self-taught. Like, and I feel like, there are people out there like myself who feel, you know, you could just, it's a stick. You'll, you can, you'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, you know, like kind of thing. And then there's other people who feel, you know, yeah, you should go to get actual O&M training and, you know, and, and all that stuff. I mean, or I feel like I could just YouTube it. Like my thing is I can look it up and be like, yeah. okay, I'm wondering how to handle this situation. Like, okay, I'm good at using a cane, but when I'm approaching this, I don't know how to do this. I could just go on YouTube. I'm sure there's somebody that will teach you or have something to, you know, how do you, how do you work around getting around this item or this thing or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I feel like this, there's just, there is so much out there, but, and then once again, no, it all depends on, you know, the person. how, yeah, how you, yeah, the person. So there's no, I don't feel, I'll never tell somebody that, oh, you're doing it wrong. Like, you know, like, or that's wrong. Cause it's, there's no, there's no right or wrong. <laughs> it's, it's that. Yeah just the person you know it's you know it's all up to you if you, you know what makes you comfortable and you know and, and that's it you know? yeah now when when i got um my first cane like you i just thought you know i just learned how to do it you know i found my yeah way just got yeah right um now when i wanted to get a, a leader dog uh they required me to have yeah you need that yes so um i did i didn't learn some new stuff but it was okay you know no you know, it's just some tweaks. Okay, you know? okay. More detail stuff. Yeah, more detail okay. stuff. Um, but after that, I, I got Alex, and I still use my cane probably twice a week, you know, to, okay. to keep it real sharp. But I use Alex a lot when it's not snowing, rain, sleet, you know, whatever it is. Gotcha. So. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Like, the, like I'll take O&M because I'm going to have to to get a dog. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I feel like the same idea. Where I feel like I, I know – even when – um. When Steve was down here uh, from the RP show, my buddy, my buddy Steve, and we okay. hung out in New York, he taught me one. He did teach me one thing, and now I do it. Now I do it all the time. Uh, like when you're when I'm when you're swaying the cane back and forth, you're supposed to. It's supposed to go in time with your legs, and it's supposed to like almost like you're kicking the cane each time. Like you're supposed to visualize that you're kicking the cane out of the way. Like so, that was one thing I did correct. Like when he when he came down, so um yeah detail so i could i could see that i'll probably pick up a few detailed things like that i didn't know mm -hmm. um but at the same time i'm not i feel like some what happens to people is they're like kind of afraid to take they're like oh well i want i don't want to do the cane until i have on m training like so it kind of hinders them you know i feel like just get a cane just go yeah. like get a cane and go fiddle around with it just just go outside and just yeah. you know it, you know i feel like you're like I feel more comfortable now. Like now when I go to OM training, I'm not gonna be really as hesitant about things because I've already I'll be like, I've used this for years. Like I'm gonna be like, you know, I might have some things maybe that might be improper, I guess. That yeah. they're probably gonna have to unteach, maybe, but um, I don't know. I feel like I've I've already gotten past the way past the whole, you know, how we go, uh, uh, I don't want to be the blind person. You know, the first time mm -hmm. you use a cane, you don't want to be like the blind person. So, so I feel like we got you. If you could just, if you just get a cane and you just go out there and use it, it's like, you know, worry about the OM training later. Like, you can always, you can always do it. 
you know, but yeah, just get just, comfortable with the idea of having it. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like okay. Then you can go, okay, maybe I'm ready for when I'm training or, or teach myself or whatever you want yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to make I want to make this better. Like I'm good at this. I'm I'm good at this. Now, now yeah, and I'm comfortable. Now I'm ready to let's let's make it a little better. Let me let me get me a little better. Because I, I, I will admit, like the one thing I don't understand, and I'm still thought about. It, I'm like, wow, man. Like when you're when you have sight, using a cane is not that easy. Is that it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of a world where okay, now let me pretend like I can't see, and I'll close my eyes sometimes with my cane and just to see if I could, you know. And I'm like, how would I do this? Like I get it. Like I know I would use like okay, I'm gonna follow this line, and there's the you know the line between the grass and like the side, you know, the pavement I'm on. I know if I swipe, yeah. If I if I'm if I'm on that line and I'm swipe and I'm with my cane, I can tell right there between how the how the cane feels. I'll know that I'm on the grass. I'm on that line. I'm there, you know. And I get some of that stuff, but I feel like, uh, but if like crossing the street, like if it's not an audio crosswalk and things like that, like how and how do I know that I'm crossing when I go from when I reach that, like when I'm on that thing. When I go to cross the street, how do I know that I'm even going straight? Ah, because you know, like, you the, know, you don't walk straight. Like I yeah. don't walk straight. That's so, the deep stuff that O and M teaches you when you go to school. Right. right. That's what. That's what I would need. I would be like, because that would be my thing. Would be like, those are the questions I would have. Like, okay, I could do all this. I'm good here. Even if I look straight, like I always make sure that I'm looking straight and try to not use the vision I do have. Like I try to purposely look straight and let the cane do the work. But, um, and like, you know, when I approach, like, for instance, if I approach a curb, I know I'll look straight and then I just, I don't swipe the cane anymore. I let the cane, I let the cane just stick out. And then once it hits the curb, then I know, boom, step right up. And I know like, it's like, I have, I already have a whole system for things to handle certain objects, but, um, but yeah, it's just like, like I said, those little things like, man, if I didn't know, like I could see, you know, the cross, I could see the crosswalk. I could, um, I could see it says I can go. You know, it's you know, like, like all those, like, yeah. Like, what if it's a scenario where you can't? Like, yeah, what, what do I do? You know, like that, that would definitely be those things. Like, once again, like I said, the detail um, work that I would, that I would definitely like. Yeah. No, I hear they blindfold you. you. Uh, yeah, they Did do. they blindfold you? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they, and they took you out at night too. Like, be like pitch black night, you know, you crossing streets there. That's kind of scary. So that that would be the thing where yeah where I'd be probably anxious and a little apprehensive about <laughs> yeah um, now see my when I had my OM training my uh, mm-hmm. my teacher he actually recommended I get a dog because I had the tendency to swerve towards traffic <laughs> so that's not good well it was just yeah, like I don't do that so I have a hearing loss so like he didn't know if it oh. Was, if it was, Ah, okay. Hearing thing, but like he said that yeah. I had this tendency to walk towards the the traffic that's parallel to me. Got so you. He recommended okay. I get a dog, but because I because I just learned that when he told me after that point, I became more aware of what I was doing. But he said that he's seen that before, where people with hearing loss they you hear lean towards this. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, but there are tricks. You know, you find the cut of the curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where it meets and, yeah. and try to stay on that side uh, um, as much as possible. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's important, you know. If you're gonna start doing that kind of stuff and going out, especially in the dark, you have to be really prepared to do that because you may even see the car coming towards you, but you have yeah. to assume it's see you at all. No, so. right? Exactly. Yep. No, there's definitely that. Definitely a lot of that, like little detailed stuff. I'd like to know. Yeah. Do you now, remember do you, how? Do you remember how they taught you how to t- like go across? Did they teach you how to go across the street? Like how do they, like and walk straight and all that stuff? Like do you? I mean, oh yeah, they they take you to you know your your little tiny back street crosswalks to all the yeah. way to a lane highway. Um, I crossed at a roundabout, which that was scary. Heck. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the roundabouts, at least here in Michigan, they have started to uh build in like flashers to alert people who are crossing so that had gotten a little safer around here but um okay. that was to cross a roundabout because they don't stop no right no it's yeah 
Yeah, and we're, um, we're actually supposed to change. Um, there's a intersection, a pretty busy intersection that I that I use when I go um, when I'm walking to work, and it's uh, they're supposed to be turning that into a roundabout. So oh. that's gonna definitely mess with my routine. Yeah, how many lanes is it? It's only gonna be the four. It should be only four because right now they said it's a four way. Right now, okay. That's uh, uh that's I have to figure out how to get across one of the. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> I'm yeah, hoping I, I would... when they do that, it's audio. I'm hoping they do some type of audio, like because the newer crosswalks they put they put newer ones here that are audio, the ones they've replaced. Okay. So uh, I'm hoping that's something like that. That's one thing that they also teach you at Leader Dog is um you don't depend on audio and and crosswalks. You depend on what you and your surrounding like, with you. Okay, like all right, all right. Yeah, I would normally, I normally go by, even though I have sight, I go by the sound. So I'll stop, even if I know it looks, it looks safe to cross, I'll stop for a second and really kind of really zone in on my hearing. Yeah. And if it's dead quiet, like if it sounds dead, dead quiet, I know I'm safe because I know even though I can hear like, you know, even a car rolling or something or the sound, you know, you know how the air sounds different, you know, how when someone's in the room. It changes the the audio, like changes how the room sat like, you know, that's how you know there's somebody in it. like if you go to a room where there's nobody in it, say if you pitch back room and there's nobody inside the room, and you get left the room, went back in, they put somebody in that room. The sound is different in that room because there's a uh, body in that room. So you okay. can tell, like I would know someone's in that room because I'd be like, This sound is different. Like I could tell. Like it's this is one of the things I've learned anyway. Like like I can tell like cars are moving. I could tell. Yeah. So I think you definitely have to, I know I definitely lean, even though I have, like I said, once again, I have some sight, I definitely lean towards using my other senses. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. Cause I think you have to like, you know, at some point, you know, it, I mean, I know people ask, Oh, do you have super hearing? And it's like, well, yeah, I guess kind of, I'm just more, it's not even so much as it's super hearing. It is heightened because I'm more. I, I'm losing one sight. I'm losing. I'm losing sight. So so all my other senses have are just naturally compensating. You know, yeah, you don't really get better hearing. You just become more aware of it. Yeah, you're more in tune. Yeah, it's more in tune. Like yeah, it's like it's kind of like you don't realize how much you use your peripheral vision until you don't have it. Like you're like wow. I mean, like we really, like I really relied a lot on like just trusting my peripheral vision like you know now that i have to really scan and and actually look around a lot you're like man like you you never had to do that before you know yeah, and, and like, it's, i've been blind for so long that i don't even remember using my peripheral vision no <laughs> no i just i know i just brought this up i did a tiktok yeah. video and i have a video on instagram i just covered that very same thing because i i brought i go i don't mean to i told him, i said i don't mean this to sound sad but i actually don't remember what it's like to see like, I don't remember, mm -hmm. like, I have memories, like, I'm sure you do, right? You remember doing these things, right? You remember, like, you remember you drove, right? Oh, yeah, I drove. You, rem you remember, and you can remember driving. Yeah. Right? But yeah. you don't remember what it was like to see when you were driving. Like, you know, I don't remember that feeling, you know? Like, I don't know what, it, I th I th it's like the progression was so slow that we just adjusted over time, yeah. and you just never really... It wasn't like one day, like if, if it was one moment you could see and the next moment you were blind, that'd be different. Or like, even if like one moment you had full, full vision and then tomorrow you woke up, you had, you, now you had the vision you have now, I'd remember because yeah, it'd be such would. a, it'd be such a big, you know, shift, you mm -hmm. know, whereas now it's like, no, like I don't, I look back, I thought about it one day to myself. I was like, I, I'm trying to think to myself, like what it was like to see. And I'm like, I remember walking into work. I remember a lot of days of working. I remember all the, like, there's tons of memories I have. Yeah. I don't remember what I, but I don't remember the feeling though. Like the actual being behind the wheel, like sitting here looking with my own eyes, what it was like to actually see. It's, yeah. it's such a weird thing. Cause you're like, it's not sad. I'm not, and I'm not sad about it. I don't think it's something to be sad about. It's just, 
it's just something I thought about. I was like, wow. I was like, I wonder if other people experience this. And I put it out there and yeah, sure as anything. And just like you're mentioning, you just brought it up yourself. Like you don't remember what it was like to see. It's like weird. Yeah. But now you have flip, memories. Yeah. Now, if you don't flip that, what if tomorrow they have a cure and boom, you can see hundred percent again. Right. That's going to be a traumatic change from that. You know? I, I say, I always, cause remember how I asked you that question years ago. I remember I asked you, what would you do if you got all your vision back? Well, as I did the podcast over the years, I've changed it a little bit. I've realized like it's the question is even more deeper than that because it's, you're not going to just go and be like, Oh, I got my vision back. I'm going to go drive again. No. no. Cause you, you're like, you're, it's going to be an emotional. It's going to be like unbelievably emotional roller coaster Cause now all the stuff that you could never see is coming at you. So you're, mm. you're it's going to be a sensory overload. Cause you're not, you're not used to this. And no. I think you, I personally think I'm going to be, I might adjust a little faster. Some people I think might adjust a little faster. I have people I've talked to this about who said like, no, I think I'd probably adjust pretty well. But then I've, I've, I've talked to other people who said, yeah, you know what? You're right. This is like, it's like you're losing somebody. We've been so used to being the visually impaired people. Now all of a sudden you get your sight back. Now you've lost that person. Yeah. yeah he's gone. Like the, the Justin Wilcock, who was the visually impaired guy, he's gone. That guy's gone. Right. So you lost him. Like, and that guy made that, and that guy, that, that, that Justin was stronger than the current, because, because of what you had to go through, you became this much stronger person. Now you're in a way feel guilty because you're leaving him. You know, yeah. you're like, I mean, I think you'd get over and go, I think ultimately once you get past all that, you go, I'm, you're still that strong person. You're still going to take all the things that you learned, you know, oh, from that and just propel forward. Yeah. I also think there'd be a really long period of time where I don't trust anything I see. Oh yeah. It would take a long, yeah. It wouldn't be like, Oh good. Like go outside. Like, no, it'd be like, Oh shoot. What is that? Oh yeah. All right. Am I really good? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what? 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 Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that you might have the happy moments. You're going to have happy moments. I think like, you know, like you're gonna be like, Oh my God, I see that bird. Like, a thousand feet away you might be like oh is that a bird right there and be like yeah it is yeah. oh shoot <laughs> like all right <laughs> it's gonna be the reverse i think it's gonna be like you know how we're dealing with um loss and grief and we're just repeating that cycle mm -hmm. it'll be almost like the reverse though so you'll still you'll come out and then you'll get better and you'll get better and better and before you're finally like all right cool like yeah. we're, we're we're good yeah <laughs> i mean i would diagnose with this at like age 21 yeah. and i think I finally hit the stage of acceptance probably around age like 32 34 right you know it took good time uh, all yeah. that you know it's a long journey yeah it is um, so now if i hand it so if i hand it back to you and say here you go here's your site back you're not going to just go all right cool <laughs> like, like in denials, you know yeah it's gonna be whoo it's a big one people I, I never thought about it until the more and more i asked that question and then, then someone yeah. brought that up during one of my podcasts and i was like wow you know what you're right it's not going to be just what am i going to do tomorrow i just got my site back it's going to be a long road of uh, because then I'm going to be like, I, well, I still want to hang out with all my RP friends. Yeah. Now they're just going to be my friends. And they're just going to be like, I mean, granted, they're still my friends. Like the, like the people I look at now, the, the people who I've met, you know, people like you and um, Steve Johnson, Lance Johnson and my uh, Eric Bernardo's and all them stuff. Like these are people that like, they're my brothers. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't matter. You know, like if, you know, I got cured. I don't, I don't think they'd be like, well, Mike, you got cured. So you're not one of ours, us anymore. Right. No, it's not it, the, yeah, yeah. That doesn't define yeah. who you are. No, no, you know? no. Right. So it's like, but you there be that feeling though. <laughs> so yeah, they'd just be like, oh, it's my, oh, good for, they'd be like, oh, it's awesome, dude. Like, you know, but they would just talk to me. Like, I'd be like, oh, how are you guys doing? And then I'm like, yeah. yeah. And, and I think I'd still stay connected to the world. Like I think, you know, cause that's the other thing, like, I probably maybe I probably would still do the podcast. It would just mm -hmm. be as a like a, a survivor, you know, kind of, you know, like now I'm I'm still letting you guys. I would still be letting everybody else, take, you know, come on and share their journeys and let them. We'd still be talking about it and still. I think I'd still want to be connected to it. 
Yeah. I don't think I could be like, okay, well, this happened and this was this mic. Now I have sight now, so I don't need you guys anymore. So I'm going to go, I'm going to be with the, I'm going to go hang with the sighted people now. You know, you guys, you guys could stay here. Like, no, I'm going to be now. I'll be like, I'll remember what it was like to be there. And hopefully now, you know, make more change and make, yeah. So it's, that's like, it's really deep. Like, yeah, it's really deep. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, it'd be really nice if they call about and say, hey, breaking news, the cure for blindness. But we'll have, yeah, no, right. But um, But at the same time, you know, you're like, all right, you know. It is, it is (laughs) because we could see a cure to our lifetime. I mean, we're still young enough to where we might see something. Oh, yeah, Um, but it's going to be, you know, a long, gradual. I would uh, take either one. I think, I think it'll be in which this would make sense. It won't be a cure, it'll be a it'll be a therapy. And you'll go like, I don't know, let's say 10 to 12 sessions or X amount of sessions. And every session, yeah. you'll get a little bit more back, a little bit more back. A li- this way, you adjust to it easier. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. instead, of getting, instead of waking up and going full vision back. No, you you get a little bit back. Okay, I got a little bit. Oh, okay, now I'm seeing this. I'm, all, right, all right. And then it's like next session, a little bit more. Oh, all right, wow, wow. You know, like it gives you that. I think it doesn't, it wouldn't hit you as hard. And I actually think it's a little smarter in a way to get it that way or the other the other bright spot would be which i know is there's things in the works for it would be just something that stops the progression so now you're bought time now that's a game changer like if yeah yeah, if you could take something and it was like justin you're not gonna hear where you see right now i can guarantee you like you're good like you're gonna you're not gonna get any worse than whatever you know that'd be I think people would take on things they normally wouldn't because now they know they're a little more secure, you know? Yeah. Kind of maintain it. Which And then it buys be... you time. What's that? And it buys you time for a cure. Yeah. I mean, just imagine they could do that for like Alzheimer's and dementia and cancer and everything else. Yeah. You know, they could just... Yeah. Yeah. Just slow it down. Just be like, here you go. Um, it's not just... going to progress. Yeah. It should be great. You know, um, you know, I, I, I try not to let people, you know, you probably hear this a lot when people find out, oh, you're blind. They go, oh, I'm so sorry to hear. Yes. I just talked about that today. Yeah. 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 And, and that kind of bugs me. I know they mean well, it is a sad thing, but same time, I'm not dying. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm in deathbed. I can't see. I mean, you're a normal person. You're still a normal person. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. yeah. Oh, so sorry. That thought process, and and I know they mean well. I, I don't take it personally because oh they, no, oh, yeah, right, right. But it's so hard to not think that, like, dude, I'm walking. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I got up this morning. My eyes opened. I, I look. <laughs> yeah, no, me. I funny story. I, um, I did this. Uh, I do every year. I do this uh, adaptive triathlon program, okay. and. Um, one year I was doing it. I was also doing a Spartan, uh, some Spartan races too. And we're, we're, there's an email conversation going on about the next practice. And one of the, and, and before I had actually gotten to this email, I had also heard through my Spartan team that, um, there was a team called team believe nine, two, three, and they were looking for people to help out with their, um, paralyzed, they have like adaptive athletes. They have athletes who are, you know, usually paralyzed or, you know, and things like that. So I was like, right. so I knew about this. I was like, oh, God. so I was thinking about it. Like I was doing this race coming up and I was like, I might do, I might help them out because, you know, my eyes, you know, may not work, but my legs do. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I'm emailing with the team for the Madison Try uh, program. And one of the girls is like, oh, I can't make this practice because I'm going to be doing a Spartan race. And I'm like, wait a second. I go, are you doing, I go, are you going to be with Team Believe 923 this weekend? She was like, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I am. I was like, oh, well, I'll see you there. So, so we meet, Um, so we get there and it's other a toss between doing, helping them or me and my friend, uh, my mom's friend, I was doing the race with her 
And she's like waiting. We were going to do the race with her friends, but they were late. So I said, you know, I really want to help out. I really want to do the Team Believe 923 thing. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So we ended up doing that. So I met her in person and we're talking and she's like, she's like, wait a second. Are you an, are you a, like, you're an adaptive athlete? I go, I go, yeah. She goes, I thought you were like a, a guide. I said, no. <laughs> I said, I figured I go, she's like, and you're going to help me out. I said, yeah. I was like, you can't walk. I can't, I just can't, I'm just, I can't really see well. So you see, but you can see and I got good legs. So it works. It's <laughs> like, you just tell me where you go. She's like, that's pretty badass. I go, oh, well, that's what I'm here for. So that's cool. So I got to carry her. There was points where we were carrying them uphill. So I got to carry her like, like a piggyback style up a hill. Wow. And that's okay. the picture I have on my Facebook. Cause that, that's why it means so much to me. Cause it's, that's why it's always on my Facebook. Cause I love that one. Then my background is uh, me carrying her during a Spartan race. Cause they're like, look wow. at this, a visually impaired dude carrying a, a motorcycle up a hill. I thought it was cool. And she still, she still talks about this day, but we actually have the same thing. You mentioning the whole, like feeling, you know, people feeling bad for us. She's like, she hates it too. Not, yeah. I mean, she knows I mean well, same thing, but we just, we, we laugh about it. Cause we're like, she's like, you know what? I'll go up to people and I tell them, you know, they see me and they're like, Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I tell them what happened. And like, she uh, got paralyzed in um, uh, extreme mountain biking accident. So she oh, tells wow. me that and she'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, why are you sorry? She's like, I get to sit down when most people have to walk. I get transported anywhere I need to go. She's like, I get carried over walls and events. And it's just like, it's not that bad. It's not really that bad. I go, yeah, exactly. I go, so when people, same thing, when people come to me and say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I tell them I'm going blind. And like, I say the same thing. I'm like, people like, I never have to get any of my food because usually I sit down and people will be like, get my plate, my food for me. Um, if I'm at a bar, people will get me my beer for me. Uh, you know, I, I get rides everywhere I need to go. I don't have to worry mm -hmm. about driving and st being stuck in traffic. Yeah, I'm like, it's really not that bad <laughs> when you uh, when you spin it like that, you know. But yeah, I'm not dead. <laughs> so it's like funny you said that. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, like there's not, it's not not that bad like, yeah we couldn't stand it so every time we see each other i always uh -huh. say that to her i always jokingly say that to her like <laughs> oh i'm so sorry like <laughs> she's like oh, i know i hate that <laughs> so you know she's doing great for herself so that, that's the thing it's like it's so crazy but that's that's it's just so funny you said that i know and i was just talking about that with um james in the previous episode i recorded today who said the same thing okay. I said, it's always funny when you, you know, come up and that's, that's just a reaction people have. And like you said, people mean well, like, it's like, sometimes I'll walk to the YMCA and I know how to get, I can do this by myself, but yeah. I've had people come up. I've literally had people stop and go, Oh, I'll help you cross the street. Oh yeah. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> uh, I will go to the bus stop with my kids and I was, I was standing one day and this deep, this electric, you know, the power line guys were standing there. Yeah. Like, you help crossing the street? I'm like, nope, I'm good. Like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need any help. And like two minutes later, the kid got dropped off. Like, oh, like, just because I'm standing there doesn't mean they need help. <laughs> no. I mean, like you said, I think, like you say, you, you, everyone means well. I think they just, you know, they, you know, they're, they want to help, you know, and, I get that. And, but just don't be, I always say, don't be overly helpful. If, if any sighted people are listening, if we yeah. say we're good, we're good. <laughs> we're good. If I say thank you, yeah. but I'm good, I'm good. I had an experience where I went to uh, Cumberland Farms. I don't know if you have those out in Michigan, but it's a convenient, it's a gas station. Okay. Um, so I've been there plenty of times. Like I know what exactly what aisle to go down. I know where to walk. I know everything. So I go down, I'm about to get like some Gatorade and I hear, I'm opening up and all of a sudden I hear a voice from the right side of me. Hey man, need any help? And I'm like, of course, I'm assuming he's talking to me. So I look, I look to my right and I'm just, I'm, I see him. And I said, I said, I said, no, I'm all set, but thank you. You know? So I think it's done. So I go walk uh -huh. over, I go to another aisle and I'm just looking at a protein bar that I was going to buy. And I'm just looking around, looking around. All of a sudden, again, this guy comes over to the aisle. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, dude, it's me again. He's like, you are, you know, if you just I'm serious. If you need any help, man, like, you know, I'll, I'll help you. I have no problem. I go, you know, and he's, he introduces himself. He's like, I'm, I'm so-and-so. And I go, yeah, well, I said, hi, I'm, I'm, you know, it, you know, Mike, nice to meet you. 
no, seriously, dude. Like, I go, dude. I've, I have, I have some sight. I've been here many times. I, I'm, I'm good, but thank you. You know, it's like, that's overly like to be like those situations are the ones where I'm like, I don't want to be like, an, I'm not trying to, I don't want to discourage this guy from helping anybody else out in the future. But right. at the same time, you're making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. So some of the days we have like eight different people asking the exact same question, like, no, I'm good. But and, um, and, they, and but they don't know, obviously, that you've yeah, already had, know. yeah, six people already have asked you, like, yeah, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? <laughs> it just gets harder to be nice by person number seven, you know, tonight. Uh, yeah. You know, snark, like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told the ten people that asked me before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> trust me. I told. I think I said to that guy. I said, "Trust me. If I need any help, I'm always. I'll, I will say it. Like I'm never. Yeah. I'm not shy. That's right. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're stuck somewhere and you don't feel comfortable. You know, yeah, I'll look around and see if there's somebody and be like, hey, you know, uh, uh, where's this? Or, you know, where's that? Like, trust me, not not shy about that. Yeah. <laughs> people who have any disability, they know the limitations and they will be prepared for that or ask help. They know when to ask for help. So, oh, yeah. And I don't know about you, but I'm stubborn. So uh, if I, I'm, 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 I will ask for help. Even me. Uh -huh. I'm stubborn. I'll ask for I'll still ask for help. Yeah. I usually ask my wife, like, what should I wear? Like this outfit, this outfit type of thing. Yeah. Make sure okay. Covered in stains or something. But um, but you know, I, I try to help for for help. I try to ask for help when I know I should ask for help and not be too stubborn, but uh it's not easy. <laughs> no, like it's I mean, we you know, because there's that sense that you want to be independent for as long as you want you can, like right. We're losing our independence. So, mm -hmm. like, we're not willing to just give that up. <laughs> you know, like, you're not going to just go, okay, well, I'm just going to give that up. Like, no, like, you're, we're, we're fighters. So, yeah, you're going to be a little resilient. <laughs> and I'm, and I know a lot of people say losing independence. I'm trying to change my independence. So, like, I live in an area that has public transportation. You know, I'm using the technology in my hands to uh, go to school and get a job hopefully one day. So I'm not losing my dependence. I'm just changing it. And that's, I like that. that's, I like that. That's kind of how people should really start thinking is it's, you're not you're losing not, it. You're, yeah. I like it. You know, uh, yeah, I, I miss driving. I really miss driving and driving. Oh, fast. yeah. Right. Right. But that's not independence. You know, there are ways of getting around that. So, absolutely. Uh, no, that's that's a true story. So but no, I I like that change your uh, yeah just yeah change how you do th well, it's it's how we do it. like right you know you can't like you said you can't drive so you you know or you're walking somewhere or you're finding bus you're finding uh, there's there's ways to get yeah to where you gotta mm -hmm. get yeah you, know, you just gotta uh, be uh and find a way to be involved in the community. You know, uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there to be a part of something, church, community, whatever it is. So, you know, that's why I ran for office because I can't be a surgeon, but maybe I can run for office and make changes on a different level for all disabled people or, you know, all people just in general. But, um, you know, that's just part of, you got to start, I don't mean you, you personally, but, you know, but, as a person, no. you got to kind of start thinking like, okay, what can I do? And and using yeah. that and and, and using that. Well, yeah, because think about it. You're you you are getting inside like that. You think much differently than someone who's going to be cited in that position. Mm. You're going to include. You're going to include when you're making changes or trying to come up with you know things that make things better. You're going to be making changes that help everybody. Yeah, because you're 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 not going to leave out us so that we can hear. You know, like. You know, you're actually going to sit there and go, we need something that works for everybody, you know, you know, because a lot of times, you know, people in politics and people know those, those things, you can clearly tell when somebody did not think of the disabled. No. It's like when you go into a building that was built by somebody and you're like, this place was clearly not built by somebody who had any idea about, you know, disabled people in general. Right. 
You can tell what built between 91 and F91, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every every hallway is bright white. Like, the walls are white. (laughs) The floors are white. The ceiling's white. You're like, what is going on here? That's like that when I go to the YMCA in Waterbury. I When I first went there, uh-huh. oh, my God. It it was like a maze because all of the halls are like that. Like, and go, the, the stairways, everything was like, there was almost no contrast. I was like, who oh, did this? Who put hard. this together? Yeah. <laughs> who thought this white, was a good idea? Yeah. Uh, like, that's those things. That's where we need somebody like you. We need somebody in there to make sure things like <laughs> proper you know things are thought about like contrast is used in all applications and and not just that like you know if if we learned anything the last three years that we can work from home so yeah even if someone has any disability in the middle of nowhere needs a job there's no reason why they can't not line job and on a campaign trail I've actually talked to people about this, and I've had more than one person say, oh, disabled people don't want to work. They're fine. I'm like, are you kidding No, me? they do. We do want to work. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, do you know how much the average SSDI is? It's $1,200 a month. Can you imagine? I mean, living off $1,200 a month when you're single is like a joke. Um, I'm, fortunate I make, I'm fortunate enough to make more than that, but... Yeah, but at the same time, here's the problem I have in where I live anyway, with my SSDI, and I mean my my son clicks off me, and we've I've had this conversation with other people is, in my state, it's almost like they make it so that you don't really want to work, because yeah. if I work, I'm if I start working, I can lose I'm gonna start losing my SSDI, and then I'll pay the taxes change, and now I'm actually it actually costs more like I have to work a billion times harder to even make close and and be away from like you know have no time to do anything yeah and it doesn't make it almost doesn't make any sense it's like i where i could be doing what i'm doing now making ssdi and, and you know and taking care of my son and doing my stay-at-home dad stuff and mm-hmm. and, and 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 i still work i still you know i said teach spin class three times a week i still can make some money extra money but it almost makes it they almost make it that they once you're on it they want you to stay like almost like you know they don't want you to work, like you said. Like you know, yeah. it's only it's like no, we 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 want to work, but it doesn't make any sense, you know. If you had a choice, if anybody out there, even listening right now, had a choice between, I'm going to hand you, I'm going to give you two thousand dollars a month, you can just stay at home, blah 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 blah. Now, you could choose to work, but it's gonna, but you're gonna have to do this much to earn the same two thousand dollars that you're earning right now. Almost yep. anybody would go, no, like that's stupid. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take, I'll just take the $2,000 a month. You know, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's no incentive. Like there needs to be yeah. incentive. You know, yeah. People don't have incentive. It, it, it's, it's, it's just not really fair. I mean, no, it shouldn't be having people all, oh, you're disabled, here's your category, boom, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it it needs to change and and I know people who want to work and like you just said they're afraid to go beyond that point because they go beyond that point now they'll be like you know in a yeah, spot like, where they get pay more taxes and and who knows what else they're, so, they're getting they're getting I'm getting punished for working yeah you know, or I want to I want to do this and like now you're I think here I luck out I think here from where I looked out and I've already decided this year I do want to get an actual like um. I want to get like a part-time job at home making like, I'd like to make about a thousand dollars a month. Cause I can make, I think up to like 1500 or somewhere on there. And actually don't, I don't lose any of my SSDI. So yeah. that would be it's my goal. It's own limit, I guess. So yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, SSI is a whole different story. Like if that, that's even harsher, but yeah. If you're on social security, like, yeah, that's, that that's even harsher. They have like really weird stuff the way like, how that works yeah like ssdi at least you can like you can work to a degree and you know like i wouldn't mm-hmm. want to i mean my ultimate goal yes is definitely i would like to one day not be on disability at all yeah that would definitely be a goal you know yeah but that's gonna be tough without me you know, since i have a son and all that stuff like i'm the one that you know takes care of things around here if i i couldn't be gone like I or you know, my wife can't drop my son off. Like, you know, like there's, you know, I have limits to 
how much I can really do. But yeah, at that, home job, like you're saying, yes, I can absolutely do. How old your kid? He's uh, 10. He's 10. Okay. Yeah, my kids are 10 and 12. So they're getting to the point where I can leave them home alone for a couple hours. Yeah, right, right. There you go. Um, but yeah, if they were younger, I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff right now because the cost of daycare wouldn't be worth anything. Yes, that's it. Yes, that was the initial thing. When I first went on SSDI, that was the, that's exactly what it was. It was, wait a minute, I'm working and you're working. Um, and now we're paying, you know, we have to bring our son to daycare. It's like, that's, you know, over, for most people over a thousand, you're canceling that out. If I stay home now, I'm collecting over this much money. He collects off me because he's my son. So I get, we get additional income because of that. And, uh, now we don't pay. Yeah. Now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm handling things. So we don't have to pay that. So yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's really a no brainer at that point. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, you know. I mean, I get people out there do it, but then yeah. my my son got something that I'm sure your son got that whatever kids don't get a whole one parent home. Most kids don't have that nowadays. Most 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 normal situations are both parents work, and the kids are always either in daycare, you know, or you know camps or whatever. So I got to spend nearly two years with my son before we went to kindergarten, just hanging out every day. Yeah. From the age of three until five. Like it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't change that for the world. When he let's see the second was born. So yeah, from like two and a half and on, I was a stay-at-home parent for the last 10, 10 years. So, so think about uh, that, like right, isn't that cool? Like think about it. you get moments. You're getting moments that really and hit and your kids are getting moments. Not many kids get. Yeah, they their their parents are both working. Yeah. So yeah. that's something I always think about too. When, when I think about the the fact that, okay, yeah, could I work? Could I get a job? Yeah, I could have, but not in my field, you know, and no. I'd be unhappy and I got to enjoy, you know, I got to enjoy time like that. I don't even know. I necessarily would have had like, you know, when I look when I when if, if ultimately I get to a point where it's like, I'm uh lights and shadows or whatever, and I can't see my son anymore. At least I can know that, like, I got to spend some cool time, you know, while I could see I got to spend every day with him. You know, we had yeah. a routine, you know, we had a routine for, you know, for nearly two years before the kindergarten. It's like that was just fun. So, yeah, it's fun years. Just wait till the preteen years and you'll be really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that's coming. He's already like, I mean, he's already the size of a 14 year old, so. He wears oh, wow. like four. He wears size fourteen stuff. So Jeez. he's already yeah. He's the twelve. He wears 12, 12, 14 stuff. Like he's he's already almost almost up to my nose. I think. So okay. He's getting. How tall you? I'm five ten. Five ten. Okay. They, they project him to be like six something. Like he'll be like six. Wow. They say like six four, six five. Wow. That's good. I, I believe okay. it. I believe it because I think he'll be. By the time I, if the way he's going. Like I say, high school he'll already be. I think by high school he'll be taller than me. I bet. Okay. He got another like what? Yeah, one, like four years ago. So three years, ago, yeah. four years. Yeah. So yeah, I see that. I do, I totally see that. The more, the more he'll be taller than my wife soon. He's almost taller than her now. He's almost the same height. So yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> he's always been. I can see a big jump, like boom, he's gonna. That's um, yeah. That's that's what I told him because I said right now he's kind of like. He got a little chub to him, but I told him, I said, and I go, you know what? You're going to, I go, I had a little bit like that when I was your age. And then mm -hmm. once I hit about, yeah, once you hit like 12, 30, you know, once you go into there, you get that big growth spurt and you, you're going to yep. slim right out. <laughs> you're like me. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're going to like, yeah. Cause I had, I go, you know, your dad had a little bit of belly. Like, you know, even though I was a thin kid, but uh, trust me, you'll. Once, yeah, there's a reason why you have that little chub right now. And then you're, you'll hit, yeah, because you're going to need it once you hit like 12, 13, just skyrocket up again. One so, day going to be roasting like, dang, you're really strong. <laughs> I can't lift. I can almost not lift him anymore. Really? Okay. We have a, we, we have a bet. We have a, well, not a bet, but he says he thinks, I think, what do I have until? I can't remember if it was 13. This might have been 13. Originally, it was like, he's like, you're not going to be able to pick me up when I'm, you know, nine or whatever it was. I'm still able to pick him up under his armpits, you know, grab his arm, pick him, you know, pick him up. Uh -huh. Now I, try, I tried it like the other day and like I have to get down a little bit and I have to get some, you know, deadlift action going to 
<laughs> you know, he he's a hundred and something pounds now. So I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's getting close. I'm you're 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 substantial. Like so, maybe I might that might be wrong. I I said I'll always be able to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna keep going as long as I can. But yeah, I, that that. Whew, I was like, man, you. I go. It's funny when you're thinking about when they were like, you know, two. You know, or you could just like fling them around, like swing them around, no problem. And yeah. no, he's like, I don't know about your kids, but Jesus, yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, can't do that anymore. Hundred pounds, though. Like, yeah, no, you're not. Like, I can't just get up to you and just and hoist you up. They're like, yeah, I gotta. And now he can pick me up. He can go, oh, really? he can bear hug me. He can bear hug me. If okay. he bear hugs me and he like gets, you know, squats down a little bit, like he could, yeah, he could pick me up. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. There's, uh, there's a time when it was, this was never possible. You know, that's why, that's why we had to stop wrestling. We used to wrestle, you know, like, you know, WWE kind of thing, you know, we used to do the whole thing like on the bed. Okay. I got to, and then he got to a point where he just got too tall. Like, and I was like, "This is dangerous. You're gonna hurt me, or I'm gonna hurt you." <laughs> like, we're, you're getting now. You're getting to the point where you're just too big to do this. Like, you're you could hurt me now. <laughs> or if we get too into it, the nine one one comes in involved. You got like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was cool when they're like little and you could pretend like you're choke slamming them and stuff or whatever and just play around because they're little kids. But I yeah. no, I can't do that. It's just way he's way too heavy to do that anymore. It's like, oh, even even like, even no. at peak strength, I couldn't just be like, yeah, grab him like that. Now I know. See, that's why I have to get in shape. See, that's why I gotta keep, I gotta keep in shape. Yeah, exactly. One day my son's gonna get. One day my son's gonna get pissed off at me and fight me, and I'm gonna have to be ready to take his 13, 14 year old ass out. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> that's a scary thing. That's a scary thing. I'm like, man, this dude. One, he's gonna be taller than me. So okay, now. You know, it's different when, you know, when, you know, when I got, once I got taller than my mom, you almost were like, that's funny. You're trying to discipline me. Like you, you had that, you had that feeling when you were a kid. I remember that feeling. Once you got taller than your parent, you're like, yeah, what are you going to do? And I like, that's the feeling you had. So I know like when he's taller than me, you know, he might feel that way. So I have to, you know, I got to be able to remind him that I still, I got some strength still. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. My dad's 80 and I'm like a foot taller than he is. And I'm still a little nervous about him. So, so <laughs> still dad, you know, still dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, guys. Oh, yeah don't get out of line. I'm yeah. still dad. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming back on today, man. This is, uh, it's been a lot of fun and I love catching yeah, up with fun, you fun. and, uh, you're doing some great things. Well, thank you. And you know, I, 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 uh, I see you doing a lot of good things too. And you're a big inspiration. Thank you. So thank you for doing what you do. Well and, Doing what you do and and getting the word out that just because you have RP is not the end. And I think no. what you do in the podcast is very important. So thank you. F U R P, as we say. Never. It's all about F U R P. Like you know, we just go out there and do your thing. You don't let you know. We don't let what we you know got going on stop us or as we say define us. You know, we, exactly. we choose what we do. <laughs> we are the character, not the not the disability. So yep. So good luck in your uh, endeavors, and I'm sure hopefully. I'll make it back out to Michigan this summer. Yeah. Do you know when that is? Is that August still? Yeah, it's still August. It's always, it's always August. All right. Well, you let me know, man. We'll, we'll uh, have the floor ready for you, okay? Absolutely. Thanks, man. All right, man. Take care. And this has been another great episode of Living Free with RP. Head over to Facebook, hit that like button, and I will see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>